Welcome to the Experiment Podcast, where we talk about life and business and how they daily intersect. I'm your host, Laura Doughty. Let's get to some real talk. This is a interview that I had with one of my friends, long-term friends in the industry. And I thought it was really just this little nugget here would be great to share because from the Experiment Podcast perspective of real talk with Laura Doughty, it could not be more 100% in alignment to that. So I hope you enjoy it. And if there's any way that I can help you with whatever you're doing with your business, please don't hesitate to reach out. So here we go. So Laura, you talk so much about agents building their own business and being entrepreneurs. Why do you feel like that's so important? Thank you for that question. It's actually jam-packed. As independent contractors, we are 1099. Our business is owned by us as individuals. Now, how we decide to set that business structure up is between us and our accountants. Me personally, I am set up as an S-corp. And I learned that from growing up, having both my parents be entrepreneurs themselves. So I learned from an early age the importance of structuring your business properly, and then the following steps that go from there. The contrast for us as real estate agents is we are given this false sense of safety and or protection, if you will, by the requirement legally from the government of hanging our real estate salesperson's license with a licensed broker. And There was a time, especially when I was coming up in the business, that being a real estate agent, that brokerage model 100% set us up for success. It is no longer economically possible for brokerages to do that for agents anymore. And legally for the IRS, going back to the 1099 piece, they're not required to. But as someone who has my own firm, who has worked for other corporations, who has worked for other brokerages. The best business model is when the broker actually invests in their agents. So there is, and I'm not going to name names, um, there is a firm, a brokerage, large brokerage that is known for their training. And they do a respectable job with that training. The problem for them is that they haven't gone beyond that. The culture and the environment that is remaining after you go through that training doesn't create a thriving environment for those agents. And what they end up doing is switching to other brokerages that would not allow those agents that started you know, from scratch with no experience, brand new license to come into their firms. There are firms that do not allow new agents to come on board. So they're benefiting from the other firms that do allow agents like myself um, to do the training, expend all of the money and energy. And long story short, being an agent who has to hang your license does not mean that because you're hanging your license, your broker's not your mom and dad. You're not under 18. You're not living in their house and having protection. 
just because you're hanging your license anywhere, whether it's with a model that is more conducive for training or one that's more conducive for experience, either one of those models do not set you up to run your own business and have a brand identity that separates you from the pack. It's not in the best interest of those brokers to allow you to have independence as an agent. That's why they lump you all together. That's why agents will use the branding and marketing from their broker and they have no possibility of standing out unless they're a high performer where they start to get a little more recognition and therefore the broker can see where it makes more economical sense to do more press and do more advertising and you know maybe send them a few more referrals than they do other agents, et cetera, et cetera. It's just, it's how that model is currently working. So why it is so important for me to enlighten, to provide the tools for agents to empower themselves as independent contractors is because it's in the best interest of them and their clients. So it is harder. I get it. The easy path is to believe the smoke and mirror line of marketing that's being passed on out there that your brokerage is doing you a favor and helping to set you up. I know one firm that collects all of their agents' contacts and uses them for their own benefit. And, you know, good for the broker, I guess, but definitely not in the best interest of the agent or their clients. So it's hard for me because I have, if you want to say, come up through the process of being trained very well, having amazing mentorship through my first broker all the way to Barbara Corcoran and beyond, and the amount of investment that I have made into my own coaches, you know, at a minimum $15,000 a year, sometimes up to $30,000 a year. So my belief is so strong that an agent can quantum leap, can massively improve their production, their performance, how they show up by becoming the CEO of their business, becoming the entrepreneur, building your own business. It's its pretty unshakable. And I'm so far on that side at this point that it's hard for me to understand when I cross paths with agents that are just not ready to show up for themselves at that level. It's its really hard. And I, I try, I do, but because I've worked with so many agents at this point that have woken up to how powerful it is to take control of your business and to be the owner of your business, I tend to gravitate and attract the agents that are seeking out that message. So I'm not sure that I completely answered that question, but I I hope that I did because it really is a night and day difference of what it can do for any agent's business, whether they're a brand new agent, I swear to you, if there was a way that I could get every new agent that came out of a licensing exam to understand how amazing it is to start from day one building your business, our industry would 
it would be a 360 degree difference in where it is today. It's because of how this we're set up that we limp along, that we have such contrast of these quote unquote celebrity agents versus, you know, then you've got the agents that are highly productive and highly seasoned who kind of make fun and to some degree maybe resent these celebrity agents and how they show up on TV and and all of that. So it's like we've created this bizarre monster. And when you get down to the brass tacks of it, if we removed all of the BS and every agent was required to understand that before they ventured into the world of real estate, that they are an independent contractor, that they are their own small business, I am... 1000% clear that they would go about this business in a completely different manner. And I know that because any agent that has done it, their business is untouchable and they continue to grow year over year. You talk about them being set up as business owners, independent contractors. What does that actually look like? As I stated in the beginning, of the previous question that I went on and on about. Anyway, of course, it starts with setting up the structure, legal structure of your business. But I don't want to get so micro in my response on this, because it is individual about that piece of it. And it's not any different than any other small business, whether you're opening a flower shop or a jewelry store or a spa. Having a business requires you to understand from an operational standpoint, having what's required from a social media, your website, how you're going to send emails, where are you going to get your contacts from? How are you going to market to your people? All of those things. So agents get into this going, oh, I've got my license. That's all I have to worry about. Everything else is going to be taken care of. And that is just a crock of cock a doodle do. <laughs> it doesn't happen. And you know, there are a lot of agents that preach, oh, if you're a new agent, then you should get on a team. Well, listen, if you're on the Tony Robbins disc assessment ranking of an S and a C, it probably is best for you to be on a team. There's no 100% rule about that though. So having a high D and a high I acclimates you to being more of what the industry calls a rainmaker, the person that brings in the leads. The problem with a D, high D and I is that they have problems with the back of the house operation. So again, this piece is so multi-layered, but it all starts not only with understanding, well, first of all, getting your license, duh. But secondly, who are you? What is you, Laura Dowdy, represent as a quote unquote brand? How am I going to message to my clients, to the people that I want to attract who I am and why they need to pick me? How are they going to know to resonate with me? So I'm not answering your question directly. And that's because I have a program for that. (laughs) called the CEOagent.com. But it really is. Agents get into this business going, oh, I love houses. I love architecture. I love people in whatever order that is. But they're missing all of the layers, all of the steps to allow that business to flow and to function. Laura, it's clear how passionate you are and how knowledgeable you are about this subject for real estate agents What's the benefit for agents 
to invest, like you said, in your program or pursue this path of building their own independent real estate business? Very quickly, I want to address their independent business. I want to be very clear about that. So unless like myself, you have a broker's license, you have to hang your license with a broker. So when I say independent business and when you're referencing it, what I'm talking about is as an agent, you have your own independent identity. You actually do have from the way the government looks at it, your own, whether it's like I said, an S Corp, an LLC, whatever entity you're setting up, you have your own independent business. You can even be a solopreneur and just do a DBA of your name, whatever that path is. But you do, if you're not a broker, have to hang your license with a licensed broker. I just want to get that out of the way. And then secondly, there is benefit to, like myself, linking arms with a brokerage that is global as opposed to being a boutique firm, which we have been prior to this past year of being on our own and being solo. Hopefully that clarifies that for people that as an agent, when I say independent or when you're referencing independent, unless you're a broker, you have to hang your license. I'm talking about being independent as an entity, as a brand, as a person who is marketing to people. So the benefit to that is you have the autonomy, you have immediate brand recognition, you have the ability for clients to know, like, and trust you with zero confusion of aligning yourself. For example, like myself, I get from one real estate brokerage firm on a daily basis, multiple real estate agent emails, and I cannot tell you who they're from because the branding of it is identical and matches the name of the firm. As someone who's in the industry, if I am experiencing that confusion, I am 100% sure that the consumer, your clients, your friends, your families also don't know how to disseminate or decide who they want to align with because of the smoke and mirror game that brokerages now have to play because they really don't have anything to offer agents anymore. What happens when an agent takes this path is, like I said before in the beginning, the level of empowerment that you have, the efficiency with which you work, the experience that is taken to the next level for your clients literally is so, as Grant Cardone always says, 10x, exponentially improved that it is actually kind of hard to put a number on the financial impact. Because of course, even with this industry, agents' income varies from one location to the other. You know, even luxury and what is considered a luxury property varies from one location to the other. But at the end of the day, you can compare apples to apples when you're building your business based on you and who you are. And then looking at your firm that you're going to align with from a culture standpoint. How do they enhance your ability as your own business to be better at what you do? If you're aligning with a brokerage firm that is 
you know, think about it. If you're in a corporate job and you're given an opportunity to have a an advancement in your position versus a lateral move, lateral moves are okay. I've been in that situation before. There are sometimes strategic reasons why you would make a lateral move. But when it comes to a brokerage who is taking your money, that could potentially go into your own marketing dollars, having an assistant, uh, all of those things. It's just agents are kind of sometimes asleep at the wheel because they get sold this bag of goods of, oh, you're going to have an office and we'll take care of blank amount of dollars when it comes to your administrative or your marketing. And if you're having an actual business and having that conversation with your accountant, nine times out of 10, they're going to tell you there's more of a tax advantage for you to have that money in your bank account and write off those expenses because the IRS will favor those expenses more towards you versus you giving it to your broker. So that's where I'm coming in, going all the way back to the very beginning of your whole conversation. Agents really need to shake themselves up, wake up a little bit more to realize how much they're actually giving away and take ownership of their complete solo business because it will <laughs> revolutionize not only your business, but our industry. So such an honor and a privilege for me to have this platform to speak because as you said, yes, I am super passionate about it. And I think it's mostly because I can literally to this day still pinch myself because of Bonnie Welch and Herbert Eustace at Harry Norman Realtors in Atlanta, Georgia in 1997, when I was just like every other real estate agent out there that didn't know what the heck I was doing. Even though I did have the experience and training, if you will, from my parents, I still was very green and they did such an amazing job of laying out the foundation for me that I see agents coming into this business now and they're just lost. And there's so many that are just not being served because the broker can no longer afford to do it. So absolutely understanding being the CEO agent.com of your business really, truly will not only impact your personal life, it will also impact your financial life in a profound, positive way. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Experiment Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Laura Dowdy underscore L-E for live excellence. Go make a difference, y'all. The world needs you.